Hey guys, check out this new Here intro. We Here we go. We're oh, gonna talk about some demons. Hey, welcome. I'm Chad. This is Joe. And you're watching that one show. Alrighty. So today we're gonna talk about um, in a first of a two-part series. We're gonna be talking about angels and demons. So today, which is part one, we're going to be talking about the things that we definitely know uh, from the Bible. And uh, we'll use some Bible verses, but you'll, you're free to look it up as well. And in part two, we're going to be looking at the things that we're definitely not sure of at all, uh, but it's really interesting to talk about still. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's um, angels and demons that we have to go to. Um, to get a lot of our sources, we have to go outside the Bible. We have to. I'm still looking at the screen. I can look at the. Uh, we have to go outside the Bible, and and pick up some sources from um, what are known as apocryphal books, which are um, books that are are uh, look, sound, feel, and read like the Bible, but they're not inspired. They may be good for teaching, they may be good for learning, um, but they are not uh, inspired scripture. So. Okay, so, uh, Chad, in your chicken scratch, what was point number one that point we Point number one. Oops. Angels, demons, what are they? Okay, yeah. So let's just first talk about what are they and what they're not. Um, I think that's what we'll start off with. First okay. of all, they are spirit beings. Yep. Okay, they don't have um, a physical body, although they do take... They can. They can, but they're not, in essence... Uh, physical beings. We see them appear in, in scripture um, a number of times as physical beings, uh, giving messages, mm-hmm. um, you know, with Lot and with Abraham. And um, in, in the New Testament, we are, we are told that, um, that we may even entertain angels without knowing it. So they can obviously take physical bodies, but they are, in essence, spirits. Right. They are, in essence, their own uh, thing. They're yeah, not, and they're 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 just like us. They're they're a creation uh, of God. They they predate humanity by who knows how long. Um, uh, we had a conversation with our senior pastor yesterday about them, you know, eternal versus everlasting. That angels are everlasting. They're not eternal, and the, they're created like we are. Um, and so the difference is eternal means they've always existed. Everlasting means there's a, a creation point at which point you'll forever. Yes, exist. and they're completely separate from humanity. They have no ties to humanity. They're not, you know, when you die, you cannot become an angel. Yeah, that's that's, that's not the an option. No. When you know, every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. There's there's nothing like that going on. It's not like some. In fact, a question: Do do angels? Do all angels even have wings? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, there's so we don't there, know. there are okay. So let's talk about some appearances of okay. angels in the Bible. Um, lots of times in visions where we see angels. Um, so we have the angel coming. To, we'll, go, we'll go to Jesus himself. We'll go New Testament, and, and uh, the angel appears to Mary and uh, tells her what's going to happen. She, she well, who is Gabriel, it. right? Gabriel. Yeah. One of the few named angels we see in the Bible. There's two named angels. Comment right. below the second one. What, three? There's three. I think there's two, but okay, we'll get to that in a second. So Gabriel <laughs> uh, 
Gabriel uh, appeared to Mary. Right. Okay. And, uh, and as we have Joseph, her husband, well, soon to be husband at this point, Joseph, uh, an angel appears to him in, a, in, a, in his dreams. An angel comes to him to explain to him, hey, you're not married to your virgin wife yet, but she's going to get pregnant. Stick with it. Yeah, and Gabriel <laughs> actually shows up more than anybody, I think. He appears to um, Elizabeth yep. about her baby. John. Okay. Uh, I know he appears to Daniel. Okay. Very specifically, at least twice, because um, he Daniel speaks to him, I think, in a vision or in a message one time, and then he recognizes him at another time. Uh, so we know that he appears multiple times to Daniel. Is there any other times that Gabriel shows up specifically by name? Off the top of my head, I'm looking at one of my resources. I don't, I don't think so. And there's other times where the angel is unnamed, but based on the description and what was going on, people also think that it might possibly be Gabriel. Yeah. Um, the other angel that is uh, named that I know about, and Chad's going to tell me about a third one here, is Michael. Uh, Michael, who is specifically named as an archangel, right. um, also as a, a prince of an area. And, so he, uh, so he was, he was, is not was is. Then let's clarify that real quick. I know this is kind of a tangent, but let's clarify that real quick. These these angels still exist to this day, even though they were uh, uh, strongly portrayed in the Bible and in biblical times. We have to understand they're spiritual building beings. They still exist today. They're everlasting beings. So um, Gabriel, even though we talk about him in the past tense uh, as naturally, because we're talking about the Bible and the things that happened thousands of years ago, um, we should be talking about them in the present tense. So Gabriel is, Michael is an archangel. Uh, Michael is, um, with that definition that we see from Scripture, that he he's probably some higher-ranking angel than just a regular angel. Um, we don't know. Um, but that is what leads me to the third angel, uh, who was likely a uh, cherub, meaning the highest level of. Angel. Oh, okay. I see. What you're, I <laughs> He's see not what an you're angel going. anymore. But I see. Okay. Lucifer. Yeah. Being okay. The third that named. one went over my head. <laughs> yeah, but obviously he is the third angel that is the named, named in the angel. Bible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he is no longer an, an angel. angel. He's not an angel anymore. <laughs> um, he would be categorized as a demon, although he's not referred to as a demon because he is so specific. Right. He, he, he's referred to as, uh, you know, the adversary, as, as Satan, um, and as, in fact, in as Hebrew, the tempter, as the devil, as, as you know, he, he has all these specific names to himself, and right. all those angels that follow him are referred to as demons. Right, and as far as we know, his given angelic name is Lucifer. I, I don't know that he would still hold that name once he was cast out of heaven. I don't, I don't know. We don't have any indication of that, but... Um, I do know that in Hebrew, and, and I'm not first in Hebrew well enough to unpack it, but I know that it's actually Satan is not necessarily a a, pr- uh, a pronoun. It it is. It means adversary. Right, adversary. The it's right. it's the Satan is actually more is more fitting. Yeah, because when when Peter you know said uh, to Jesus, you know Jesus told him what was going to happen, and Peter said, "No, Lord, that will never happen." And he says, "Get behind me, Satan." He's saying, "You are you." To me, in this moment, you right right now, you are being an adversary. Right, you are um, coming against me. Not necessarily that he is Satan. Um, so let's let's unpack the question here. So if 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 angels are creations like us, and we'll get to demons in a second because those are basically the same creation. Um, do we we have a few examples of what they look like with Isaiah? Daniel, we have a few examples. Correct. Right? Um, we don't necessarily know that they all fit that same pattern, um, but uh, 
we have some examples that they can, uh, obviously they can interact and bring messages from God with us. They can interact with us. Um, we're not going to go into the pure speculation of Nephilim and things like that. Of They can appear as humans. They can look like humans. Um, although by all indication they can, um, what male or female? I'm well, actually we know the answer to this one. It's neither. Now, Okay, so first of all, let's go back to uh, appearance because we do know some things. There are different types of angels. Um, Off the top of my head, we know that there are cherubs. Right. Um, We know that, what other? other Well, there's cherubim. Cherub, are those the same thing? The cherubim and the cherubs? I think so. I think they're the same thing. There's archangels. Archangels. Um, And then, um, um, well, there's a seraphim. Seraphim, probably Nephilim, are in that category somewhere somehow. But yeah, and and some of those names are coming outside of the Bible. Oh like yes, from other things like the Book of Enoch and and those type of things. But one, and again, this is where this is where the apocryphal books like Enoch that are recognized as as not entirely incorrect, just not canon. They're not uh, part of of the the God breathed inspired scripture. It doesn't mean that they're not truthful doesn't mean that they're not good it, it just means that they're not canon so we know that when people have visions of 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 heaven um many times they describe all these different types of fantastic types of angels ones with many different wings eyes all over their body you know heads of some animals bodies of other animals and all these different angelic beings going on when we when we go to the angels that appear to people on earth and not in the human form right. but in in dreams and visions and even even physically but in their like spiritual form the first reaction that everybody has is they are absolutely terrified and we know this because every time an angel says to them do not be afraid <laughs> Calm yeah down. and most yeah so they say do not be afraid when and then sometimes we don't see their reactions as in um you know, with the with the shepherds and different things. But then, like, every time that an angel appears to Daniel or, or these other people, they're falling face down on the, you know, and, and they're just terrified. And, like, sometimes they even, like, pass out. And the angel has to, like, touch them on the shoulder and be like, wake up, I have a message for you. Do not be afraid. This happens to Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so when they, when they appear in their... Um, in, in their spiritual sense and not in their human sense, um, they are always terrified. And we have a few different descriptions of them. Now, I, I just wanted to, to, to digress just a second. Some, some theologians hold that angels, apart from the biblical examples, do not have physical bodies, that they are purely spiritual. They, they do not have physical bodies. That why a lot of the representation is, is how we see them is only for those given times, for those only, for those given reasons. Now, I don't and know. I think that's one of those things that we can't know. Right. Because we do know when they have appeared in the Bible. Right. Physically. And, uh, and the people's reactions and, and, you know, in the, in the, in the, uh, with Lot, it didn't mm-hmm. seem like they were different than any other people. Right. At that time. It just, that's just what he thought of them as, as other people. But, um, looking back, we can see uh, at what was going on. Um, when we look at the descriptions, it's interesting because it's really, um, and going back to like a description in Daniel of an angel and uh, when Daniel was really terrified. And it's interesting because it's really similar to a description of Jesus in Revelation, right. but not quite. 
Um, their face was like lightning. Their skin was burnished bronze, and it just shone. Uh, golden belt. Um, I right. think it was a white tunic. Um, he could see his calves, so it wasn't long. You know, when we see uh, the description of Jesus, Jesus is actually really long. Right. And he had a, a gold sash around his um, chest. And the descriptions of his face and his body are even more magnificent of how the brightness level. And so right. um, in those in those descriptions, they look like a terrifying human human type that thing sense. that just is glowing, powerful, terrifying. And I'm, I always think of them, they sounds like they're just look like built warriors. That's what it's, <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. Like they're just these huge guys that are terrifying. Now it doesn't ever reference uh male or female. Right now, it, but it people, uh, people go into it and say, well, because the Greek angelos is the, is the, the Greek word for it. And they say, well, that is, um, there's three tenses of angelos. There's masculine, feminine, neuter. Um, so therefore they can be all of them. I, that's, I personally think that's a weak way of looking at, well, you know, because just because something is a feminine word doesn't mean it's describing a feminine thing. It just can, it can just be a feminine word depending on the language. Well, I kind of, I, I mean, when I look at the descriptions and the reactions and the way that the writers describe it, I feel like they would have described it a little bit differently if they looked feminine. I agree. Um, and on, on that note, it doesn't matter if they look male or female because they aren't male or female. Right. Right. Uh, the point of male and female is to reproduce. And we know that when the Pharisees asked Jesus about uh, the trick question, they try to trick him up. Um, they try to trip him up in, in, in asking him the question about marriage. And, you know, if, oh, yeah. if they're married to this, if one man is married to this woman and then, you know, new husband, and then when they get to heaven, who will they be married to? And Jesus says uh, they will not be married in heaven. Right. That they will be just like the angels and not be given in marriage. And actually that, that verse, uh, I believe is in Matthew, that that is frequently used to misinterpret the fact that people say, well, once we die, we become angels because we'll be like the angels. No, no, no. What that means is we'll, we will live within the, the structure of heaven as angels do. Yeah. And there will be no more reproducing. That won't be that won't be a part of our lives. It's not a part of the angels' lives. So, which right. goes on to the next point about angels, and also demons, is that they don't reproduce. There's not more of them now than there were before. It's the that's that's how many there were, and um, that's really all there is to it. It's yeah, not. A, I mean, it's not a complicated. Thing. They're not. I mean, we want we want to look at it too, and we can we can see this example through Lucifer and other places in the Bible that um, because they are creations of God, they are not limitless. They are not omniscient. They are not omnipotent. They they meaning they're not all knowing. They don't know everything. They come to knowledge the exact same way we do. Do they know more things than we do? Yes. Right. We have to study history. They were present for it. Right. So there, I mean, there, there's, there's these differences in us between us and them. Um, but if we look into Hebrews one fourteen, uh, it's referring to angels. Are they not all ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation? So by that, there's a whole lot of theology in that one verse. Um, one of those things that I think is pretty plain to see there is that as far as creation goes, angels as created beings are subordinate to humans. We, Eventually, when when we live in the New Jerusalem, angels are there to serve us. That's what they're for, and and messengers yes. of God at this point. And the and that's supported by the other verse. Um, I don't know if you have it up there, but the one that says, 
that we were created for a little while lower than the angels. And so like at now in this present time, we are lower, but when we are glorified, we will be a higher creation than, than the angels. Right. Um, yeah, I was looking for the verse, but I don't, I don't have that off the top of my head. I don't have it handy here. Um, but regardless, they, they still, they still are servants. Absolutely. Of God. They are, they are messengers. They do his bidding. Um, another interesting thing to note about angels is that um, they're not, they take time to travel places. Yep. Um, we see in Daniel a very interesting passage where um, Daniel prays for the, the prophecy of 70 years to be fulfilled. And uh, so God sends a messenger to him and says, you know, I've heard you and you are very important. And the angel says, I was delayed. Yeah. Um, essentially from a demon, from a, the prince of that area fighting. And Michael was also fighting. And uh, and so we, and we so can let's, see that they can be delayed in time from giving a message. They're just not instantly like, boop, there, right. I'm right. I'm right there giving the message to you. They they literally had to fight to get to give a message to you. Right. So let's 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 digress a little bit. Now, Joe and I have things written down ahead of time before the show because in our natural interactions with our with each other, uh, we will go down rabbit trails and deep tan- dark rabbit holes <laughs> all the time. It, it happens constantly. So we have to have some sort of a script. But um, what what I want to get to is is first demons. What are demons? Because. Um, <coughs> uh, uh, because we haven't talked about demons yet, really. Right. Are, are demons real? Yes, demons are absolutely real. Um, they uh, uh, are absolutely... Um, uh, anyway, so it's, it's Matthew 25, 41. Then he, then he will say to those on his left, Apart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels, right? Um, Revelation 12. Uh, now war arose in heaven, Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was defeated, and there was no longer any place for them in heaven. And now, and the great dragon was thrown down, right? This is referring to um, the Satan. Um, you know, and, and so what I wanted to go to was demons, and then uh, we'll talk a little bit about warfare and what that means and the conversations that we've had recently about that. Um, okay, so is, let's just start off with the obvious. Right. Demons are angels. Correct. They're, Absolutely. They're not a different uh they're not a different creation. They were angels. I mean, even in that passage it says uh Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and his angels, and uh the dragon and his angels lost right. and they were cast down. So uh whether or not they're a little bit different now because of, I don't know. I don't know we don't know what happened, but they are angels. That's that's in their essence, that's what they are. And so, and what was it? What was it? I'm looking for the exact Bible verse. Is what I'm looking at my screen. If you're wondering why I'm not looking at the camera, um, where it says that a, a th- was it a third of the heavenly host were cast down with him? Yes. Well, what is a third? We have no idea. Yeah. We we don't know how many angels God created to begin with. We don't really really don't know when He created them. We can pretty much surmise that He created them before humanity. Um, but when 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 Satan and his and a third of the uh, uh, angelic host are cast out, um, we have no idea what that number really is, as far as I know. Right. I mean, somebody might go down there and say, "No, no, um, um, it's this much," and because the Bible says this. I, so when we think of when we think of angels and demons, I know immediately come to mind uh, different pictures, completely different pictures. Oh, yeah. I think of an angel. When I think angel, I think uh, this huge 
shining dude with wings, maybe a sword. He looks threatening. He looks powerful, but he looks holy and white and like a righteous warrior. And when I think demon, I think like this little thing that's like crawling on the ground and it's black. So kind of uh, Hellboy versus Gollum. (laughs) Hellboy's an angel? (laughs) No, I'm just saying. Oh, I was like in demons. I thought he was... (laughs) Wait, 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 explain your, <laughs> so with your thought Satan, process. I was thinking Satan versus demons. Sorry, I wasn't thinking angels versus demons. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, okay, so, okay. <laughs> it's because I was reading Revelation on my screen talking about the great red dragon. <laughs> so it's, yeah, so angels are like Hellboy, obviously, <laughs> and demons are like Gollum. Okay, scratch all of that. So demons are essentially the same thing as angels. They are. So when we have like this different vision of what they are, uh, it's wrong. And um, so it even says in the Bible that uh, Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. That's He might appear to people as an angel. Right. And, uh, you know, I feel like there are different times in history where... Well, we're going to have to... We have to put up like a board behind us to like with post-it notes and say, okay, this topic has to come up in the future. The angel of light thing. <laughs> <laughs> you, we both, you know where I'm going with this. You can almost read my mind in this subject. There's a whole thing to unpack about an angel of light appearing and, yes, and people w- following an angel of yes, light. Yes, I was going to reference that, but not be super specific <laughs> uh, because yeah, that is a whole video, but there are entire religions right. that are built around revelations from angels Um apart from the Bible. Right. Um, and so we have to be careful. And don't be mistaken. Satan and his minions, the, 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 the devil and his demons know scripture better than any human, I think. Not only because yeah, they they're can, smart, they've been around right. they learn, for a long time right. since the beginning of uh, human history. When it comes to the interpretation of scripture, they don't have to work as hard at it because they were present for a lot of these things that happened. I they, mean, by the time that he that Satan tempted um, Adam and Eve, in we have like thirty recorded words from God, and Satan is already twisting like the one command that uh, that he gave them. So he is a expert at twisting the words of God and making them go in a completely different direction. I mean, if you look at the, uh, if you look into Satanism <laughs> and as a religion, it's not a religion that tell that commands you to worship Satan, to go no. kill everything and be this worst, the most evil thing that you can possibly be. Uh, it's main tenant is to do what you want. It's essentially a hedonistic religion where it is, it is good Right. For you to be happy. And, and, that, and that is the end all be all purpose. And outside of that, who cares what anybody else says, especially this God thing. So Satan doesn't need you to be completely opposite of, of God and to worship him. He just needs you to get you off the path of, of following God and loving God and loving others which, which and it, start thinking about yourself. That's it. If, if and you which look at is the basic what you want to do. Sin, it's missing the mark, right? Getting off the path. And that's all, that's all Satan wants you to do is miss the mark. Right. You don't have to be completely wrong. You don't have to be completely evil, right? You just have to miss the mark. Sin. So <laughs> let's, go, let's go into a little bit of what demons do. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, in movies and stuff, we have um, demon possession. It's a very common movie plot. Um, but as, as Christians and as people, we attribute a lot of temptation uh, to Satan. Yeah. Now... 
there's a couple of things that I think are very important to note. Satan is not omniscient. Like he's one being. He is a, and he one is not creation, God. One created being, right? Yes, and he's not in essence different than any other demon. I mean, no. he may be bigger and more powerful and whatever, but he's not like super right, mind reading, all knowing. Right. He's not in opposition. He's not opposite God. No. In in no way and form is in, can he even threaten God at all, right. and he he knows this, and so uh, I think one of the th- ways he does things is is to attribute things to him that aren't even of him. When you're tempted to to sin in a lot of ways, um, it's very clear in the writings of Paul that a very significant majority of that, if not most, just comes from your flesh, your 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 human flesh your nature as a human being um and and i tell people this too that that don't give satan and his minions more credit than than they're due uh and what i mean by that is what you were just saying is is the, i i i say that there are three things in this world that we can see from scripture that are going to encourage us entice us tempt us to sin to to turn away from god to question god right all these things that that fall under the umbrella of anti god um the three influences are uh, Satan. I mean, he is an influence, but he's not the influence. And most people say, um, well, you know, I'm just working against the devil so I don't sin and this devil, this. I know that that, that is possible, but it kind of roots itself in a, a, a sense of pride of, of humanity that we're so important that the one and only Satan is concerned with us, right? No, he's probably concerning himself with more influential things, more underhanded things, you know, and this is speculation, but. And that's not to say that you'll never be affected by, uh, you know, a a demonic spirit. Right. Uh, So the second thing would be the uh, world um, itself. Yes. The, 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 the spirit of, of the world and saying being hedonistic and serving, you know, uh, our own pleasures and our own, that is the end of, of be all of life is to enjoy this life. Um, You only live once, right? Um, and then the, then the third, uh, influence is like you were saying is largely is the greatest influence. It's just us. It's ourselves. Yeah. And the thing is, things haven't changed since the, since the garden, since the beginning, Satan still tempts us in the exact same way. You know what? This looks really good. God doesn't want you to have this. He wants you to follow all of these rules that are just going to shackle you. And, uh, I want what's good for you. I'm telling you what's good for you. This is an option. You should come and do this. And the the thing is, um, in, in a way, a lot all of that comes from Satan because oh, yeah. he started it. But if I was Satan and that was my goal, I would, you know, start in one place and have them do my work for me. Right. Have them, uh, you know, create this whole establishment that tempts people constantly, and and we see that. Uh, in our culture, in every culture, there's temptations and, uh, you know, things that people want and lust and uh, desire for money. And all of these things are not new. It's just, it's part of every culture. But what I'm saying is that while Satan may have started it, now it is the world and our flesh yep. that just keep just it like, going. Just like an example of that is, is like power and money, right? In and of themselves, power and money are not evil. Right. 
It's what, as humans, we do with power and money uh, or how much we, we idolize power and money or you know aspire to being powerful and or wealthy. That is where the evil comes in. The money is not evil. It's the human being that's evil. It, it's power is not evil. It's our use of power that is evil, right? That's And so... Um, and that goes to like the, the essence of evil and good, which is, you know, it's post-it note, good versus evil. Um, but, uh, um, so let's talk about, um, so we have, we have angels, we have demons. We know that they're spiritual. We know that they can manifest in, in physical form, um, if they don't, um, constantly operate there. So what about possession? You started talking okay, about Okay. Right, be- right before we talk about possession, cause that's, that's an awesome topic. I just wanted to mention, but we did briefly mention it, but Satan can't read your mind. Oh gosh, no! Demons can't read your mind, and and that's part of them not being omnipotent, not being God. God, while you can pray to Him in your spirit, and He understands, um, you know, your inmost being. He He understands everything about you. He knows Satan does not, and neither do his demons. And so, um, every time that we see in Scripture where um, a a demon is confronted, or even Satan himself is confronted, it's always spoken to mm-hmm. verbally. Um, and and so like if you if you think that he can hear your thoughts he can't right uh, that's not something he can do and uh, I think I and think that's just can't. something important to keep in mind and just because um, I knew a person who was always afraid to um, vocalize their prayers for you know help or you know whatever because well then Satan's going to hear my prayer and and be able to use it against me again he's not. Uh, uh, omnipresent. He's not in all places at all times. If I'm talking openly about Satan right now, uh, he may or may not be listening, but I highly doubt he is right now. Now, like you said, he's not going to do it himself anyway. He's going to send one of his minions to listen and influence. And, and, and so, um, yeah, he's not omnipresent. He said, not, don't not pray right? because <laughs> you think Satan might hear it. I mean, yeah, be more afraid of God than, than Satan. Yeah. Pray. Uh, <laughs> Okay, well, moving on to possession. Woohoo! Um, this is one of the areas, where, one of the few areas, I think, that or that we agree we were talking about a minute ago that um, Hollywood probably doesn't miss the mark a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're thinking about demon possession movies, um, The Exorcist. Yeah, I mean, they're terrifying, um, and and purposefully so. But lots of the things that happen when people have demons inside them are biblically accurate. I mean, people have. Um, super strength essentially like there was a the guy who they kept putting shackles on him he kept breaking out yep. um self-harm that they they when someone is demon obsessed they very often harm themselves yeah or try to kill themselves multiple times uh knowledge that they have that they shouldn't have mm-hmm. that um and we the one that followed around paul right uh declaring who they were yep uh, was demon possessed, and in the Hollywood side of things, we have you know, again the the best example of these things is um, the Exorcist, right? You have you have this child who, and when the priests go in to exorcise the demon, the demon knows things about their past and knows things about their 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 own personal secret sins and things like that. Well, why? Well, I mean, if the demons are around and, and they've been around, then they can see the things that you know. Um, you know, if you're doing something sinful, can a demon be watching? Of course, he can, um, or it can. Um, but, uh, so, you know, now we look at how to remove demons and cast out demons essentially. Right. And Jesus tells us, uh, and the apostles that we have the same authority and power to cast out demons that Jesus did. Um, now does that mean that, and I'm taking this from Luke's gospel, that if we were to be presented with legion or, or faced with legion, that they would tremble in fear of us? No, (laughs) I don't think so. Um, 
And if they do, it's only because of the, by the power of the Holy Spirit. But I think that um, in Luke's gospel, they trembled in fear of Jesus because they knew full well who he was. Uh, they knew that he was God. They knew um, at creation that he was involved in it. You know, saying if you, if you really look at that context and think, well, how did they know that Jesus will? Because if they were present at creation, if they were pre-human creation, and they see that Jesus is working, that God is working in and through Jesus to to create, they see Jesus as the creator, right? And they they know uh, that he is to be feared. Well, and they are spirits. Right. So they do have a vision of the world that we don't see. So they, I mean, I don't know what that looks like, but they probably can just look at Jesus and be like, well, I know who, <laughs> who you are. Uh, it's probably pretty obvious. Um, and I think that's, to me, that's one of the greatest stories in Luke's gospel of, of Legion, um, of, of really Jesus as man exercising his spiritual authority. Um, because again, these, these demons that all possess one man, uh, are, are legion, right? We can assume it's a thousand, a hundred thousand, we don't know, but it's more than one demon possessing one man, which, um, I feel very bad for that man because Mm -hmm. the torment, uh, and which is obvious if you read everything that the guy was doing, he was being tormented. Um, and Jesus asks them their name. We are legion. Um, and then he casts them into the pigs after they ask permission to be cast into the pigs, right? They, they want that. Um, why? I don't know. We don't have any idea. But um, and that brings me to the point of what what can or cannot demons possess or indwell. Right. Um, we know. So the we only have a couple examples right. in the Bible of different types of things that demons can possess people. Yep. And we do see it in animals in the case of, of the pig. So um, whether that was like a really special case, there's so much we don't know, but we know that they can possess people. What we also know is that there is no instance of a demon uh, possessing a believer, someone that has the Holy Spirit indwelt um, within them, which I would think is absolutely impossible. How could a demon reside in the same spot that the Holy Spirit resides? Right. That it doesn't make any sense. The Holy Spirit is hugely more powerful, infinitely more powerful. And for a demon to even get near um doesn't make any sense yeah and 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 that's um doesn't mean that human beings uh human beings can absolutely be possessed and we'll put it out there human beings can absolutely be possessed um and the and the which begs the question well how do you prevent that how do you guard against being possessed by a demon um there is one answer to that profess jesus christ as your lord and savior and and get saved, right? Once you're saved, once you've been, your sins have been justified and you've been saved by Christ, you can no longer be indwelt by a spirit because you are indwelt by this Holy Spirit. Like you just said, Correct. the Holy Spirit being the third person of the Trinity is infinitely more powerful than any demon or any spirit. Um, and, um, um, but now there, there are people who hold and, and, and again, scripture doesn't specifically say Christians born again, believers cannot be possessed by demons. It's just implied that, um, <clears throat> We cannot uh, be overcome or, or possessed by these demons because we are uh, indwelled by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I mean, First uh, John 3, 9 says, No one who is born of God will continue to sin because God's seed remains in them. They cannot go on sinning because they have been born of God. So we're, we're, we're no longer even the same creation. Right. You know? We are a new, new creation. Um, God's seed is in us instead of, you know, Satan's seed. Uh, in this passage, if you look at it, it's also talking about 
you know, the, those who follow righteousness, those who seek after God will not continue to sin. Those who continue to sin and love sin are, uh, are children of the, of the devil. Right. And so, well, um, and first John four, four says little children, you are from God and have overcome them for he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Right. That's saying that Satan and the world is in the world, right? He is of the world. Um, but what is in you is greater than that. Well, what is in you? Well, if you're a born again believer in Christ, you're a child of God. It's the Holy Spirit, right? And, right. and again, the third person, the Trinity, uh, he is God. Therefore he is infinitely more powerful than any demon. Um, so when people say, uh, my car is possessed with a demon or, or, uh, or, you know, uh, we see all the, the scary movies out there where demons are possessing objects and, you know, uh, lots of religions and religious people will have rituals to cast demons out of things, inanimate objects. Uh, what say, what say we, what say you on that? So I would think that demons cannot possess an inanimate object. Now, there's so much that we don't know about angels and demons. <laughs> so we can't say a ton, um, you know, we can't say anything, but they, we know that they can possess people yep. who have, who are, who are spiritual beings. I don't, you know, an inanimate, inanimate object, which is not uh, a spirit being doesn't have a soul, a mind. Um, it's just a physical thing in this world. I don't think that they, they could possess them. Right. In the in the same way that they could possess a person. Now, can they act upon inanimate objects? I, I would say probably. I um, mean, we know that there are angels that have physically acted in this world. If demons are of the same essence uh, uh, of angels, do they have that same ability? Is that ability, did God give the angels the ability for that specific time and purpose? We don't know. Uh, because as far as I know, we don't have any uh, instances of in the Bible of a right. demon taking physical form and doing anything. No. Uh, but so no, I, I would say that they can act upon the world with God's uh, uh, permission or, or uh, yeah, because if we look at Job, right. Right. Satan obviously acted on the world at, at some point, God allowed him to control the weather, you know, so God allowed Satan to do a whole lot of things to Job, but at no time could Satan or any of his minions indwell Job. They could act on him around him. They could act on the things around him. They could act on people around right. him. They couldn't kill him either. They couldn't kill him, right? So that's, I think that's a really important lesson from Job. There's a whole lot of lessons in Job, but that's one we were talking about demon possession and, and um, uh, Christianity is that um, they have the power to act on things of the world, but they do not have the power to kill or indwell uh, uh, Christians. Right. And we know that Satan is the prince of this world. Right. I mean, even Jesus calls him that. He does have authority yeah. uh, in this in this world. How much authority? We don't know. We know that specifically in Job, which is one of our only examples um, of this, is that he had to ask God for permission to do certain things. And God said, yes. Mm -hmm. So is that still going on? Are things like that still happening? Probably. I, I have no idea. We don't have it recorded. And, uh but we do know that Satan has authority in in this in this world. Uh, how far that extends, I don't know. Right. And again, it doesn't need to be convincing someone to murder someone. I, I think that um, if you if a demon can influence someone to uh, say withhold forgiveness when it's due, 
right? That, that, that may seem like something very small, but in mm-hmm. God's eyes, forgiveness is something very big. <laughs> and, and, and so therefore, or being unkind, or um, we could even go so far as to, again, we talked about this 10 minutes ago, is the, the father of lies, to, to distort and misrepresent scripture and encourage or, or teach others to do the same, right? Um, um, I think there's plenty of times that, um, and, and I want to be very careful to say that not every physical ailment is demon possession or demon action, um, but I don't want to also say that none of it is, that it's all just entirely because of our human uh, condition. No, there there are uh, the, the epileptic in the Bible, right? He's he's has seizures and he's epileptic and he's possessed by a demon, right? Can demons influence? I, I would say yes, only because we have biblical examples of it. Um, yes. And the challenge is in the Western world, we attribute less and less to demonic possession. And and again, I'm not going to discount science either. Sci- I love science. I think biology and, and is amazing. And we know that there are things that are wrong with our bodies that are not demon possession. And again, taking the position and literally devil's advocate, <laughs> uh, if I were Satan, my strategy would be to, you know, convince people that it wasn't me. Yeah. Like if there's, you know, we know that there are these physical diseases and mental ailments, you know, if I was possessing somebody, I would uh, be, I would try to imitate those things. I'd make it look like it was something else and not, and make it so that people didn't believe. And, and that's what I would do in that, in that situation. But we know in the Bible when certain things like that happened and people that were throwing themselves into the fire yep. and, uh, and, and, you know, from our modern perspective, we would look back on that. And if that was happening today, which it does, right. uh, people that want to cause self-harm, uh, and we're we're very very hesitant to say that it is uh, that it is spiritual that it, that it could be a demon. Right. And today's and some Western people say, jump oh, it really quickly. T- it was a it was a you know a, a um, what sort of a nervous breakdown or you know something like that. You know it was oh this person all of a sudden started acting in this very very weird way and there was no other indication no history of mental illness or whatever. But but mental illness is just as real as cancer. Yes. Is. And the thing is, if, if someone was possessed by a demon, I think it would manifest physically. It would not just Absolutely. be like this thing that it, I, like it was a physical thing. It was affecting their brain. If you did scans, you could see physical effects to their body from this demon. It wouldn't just be like this imaginary thing. Oh, well, we can't figure out what's going wrong. So, Well, I think you're entirely right. The last thing Satan wants is his works attributed to him. He would prefer his works be attributed to God. Um, and, and we see this in things like, um, how we see God, we see God as punishing, angry, um, that if we sin, he's going to be angry with us and, and, and upset with us. We don't see the God of the new Testament under the new covenant who says, no, no, I gave my son. I love you people so much that I gave you my son to answer for this. Um, yes, I am just, yes, I am. I do get angry and I have been angry, um, but that does not mean, and he doesn't get angry at sin, but that doesn't mean that that's who he is, right? He's not this this person or this being in heaven just waiting for you to slip up and going check mark against you. Check. But Satan would like us to think that about God. That's true. Because then if you fear God in that way, then there's a difference between fearing, being afraid of God and fearing God, right? right. I fear God because I know who he is, but I'm not afraid of God, right? But some people, and the devil wants people to be this way, they want to... He wants them to be afraid of God because that's the last place they're going to turn for comfort and peace and 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 uh, uh, um, deliverance from from things like this. 
So I think that about covers everything that uh, we we know <laughs> about angels and demons. Um, if you want to, we are going to do a part two of this. So if you want, if you have questions that you want answered or uh, something that you want us to go over in part two, where we talk about much more speculation, Nephilim, uh, that kind of stuff, comment below, um, let us know, and we will get to it. Um, and don't and, forget and for the for the handful of subscribers we have. Uh, we have to make this traditional YouTube plug. Subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications when we post new content. Um, you never know what it's going to be or when it's going to be. We know it'll be at least once a week, but it it could be a lot more. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Yeah.